Ho, 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 it's me, Donovan Kringle, uh, bringing you Christmas cheer from up here in the North Pole where I'm recording with my dear friends. Uh, fuck, Frosty the Earthman. Nice. <laughs> That's, you're sticking with yeah, that. I'm going Frosty the Earthman. <laughs> and what do you uh, want? Dildoff, the depression-nosed reindeer. <laughs> there we go. Beautiful names. Welcome back, Daddy, for another year of Christmas cheer. Thanks, bud. We have come full circle since uh, last December when we were in the same room together, mm-hmm. uh, and things have changed. That's true. Yep. Can't do that. Not allowed to do that anymore. Yep. It's illegal to be in the same room. Or you'll die. Yep. We might just die. Could. Could do it. Well, if I can tell you how I'm doing, Donovan, uh, I listened back to last year's Christmas special in preparation for this year's Christmas special, and I opened up by saying, folks, it is Christmas Eve. Uh, I am free and clear from retail for the year. I have conquered uh, the Christmas shopping season of 2019. Uh, This is not true this year. This is Christmas Eve Eve, and I got to go once more into the breach (laughs) and... uh, fucking fight these people your watch has not ended no no it has not <laughs> i have to go do battle with the public once more oh god is is christmas eve itself the worst like i assume that draws in the most like just petulant fucking dickweeds <laughs> you hit the nail on the head petulant dickweed <laughs> is exactly accurate uh, that's that's no fucking fun man. no no <laughs> well <laughs> No. One more one more day and much like, you know, this time last year, uh we were thinking to ourselves, thank God this season is over. We're free and clear from here until next year. Uh you know, and we were. It's been a fantastic year. So just look forward to that. That after this Christmas season, I am certain that things are going to be great. Yeah, just like this year. that's what motherfuckers keep saying they're like oh 2021 is going to be so much better because this year sucked so bad i'm like yo suck is cumulative like everything (laughs) has been shitty since 2015 (laughs) that's even like a really generous i would say i would say 1843 (laughs) if i'm putting like a hard number on it Everything has been truly awful since the dawn of time, since, and it's just getting worse. Since 1776. <laughs> <laughs> when did that fucking come face Columbus get? 1492? Yeah. Fuck him. And that year. What a <laughs> shitty number. It's not a It's not a limited sum game. Limited suck game right. either. <laughs> there is infinite suck. There are resources vaster than the universe. Uh, <laughs> 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 but uh you know merry christmas we're happy yeah, to have yeah. you with us what a great time for you <laughs> what uh how's your how's your christmas season going for either of you are there any are there any upsides uh for the current setup of things got a ps5 got a ps5 hell yeah, hell yeah. love that uh been living that ps5 life with all the three games that are out <laughs> Um. <laughs> How's Astrobot? Is that good? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I've been playing Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Mhm. Mm-hmm, I've been mm-hmm. playing the uh the Demon Souls. What's uh what's your build in Demon Souls? Speak on it. Uh I went full decks 
S Talk. Mm, mm. Uh, poke Boy. Pokemon. Run, run around, give him the poke. Uh, and then I found out that strength builds are the far and away very best builds in that game. Yep. Uh, and that magic is actually really good in that game. Interesting. And I, I picked decks. So I'm also playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's what I got going. And, uh, was... yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not, I have oh, uh, right. since the last uh, episode acquired a new cat. Ooh, um, she showed up and she's an idiot. And I watched her lay in a mud puddle while giving herself a bath. <laughs> <laughs> so that was real cool. Choices. Yeah. What's this cat's name? Izzy. Shouts out to Izzy. Yeah. Big shouts. Hopefully, Izzy. hopefully you're listening out there. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely. She has a Spotify. I pay for it. <laughs> Arthur, any good news uh, from Hanukkah? Uh, got a bathrobe, got a stress ball, got some slippers, got some pajamas, and times. PlayStation gift card, which I promptly spent on Destiny Two, which you refused to play with me anymore. So, and I refused uh, to dude, buy. This, this is place. the worst because we we had we, we playing PS4 games for a stretch there, and I feel like we kind of had. Not a good online game. And then a bunch of us are like, Destiny 2, this will be good. Play a couple rounds, it's great. Third time is the anti-charm, apparently, because now it just gives me fucking motion sickness out of <laughs> nowhere. I've never had this before. It's because you're a 60-year-old man. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's the that's the reveal uh, at the end of this year. Yeah. Uh, we'll just we'll get him some... What's old, like older than diazepam? Laudanum? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I kept telling. I was like, you could eat Dramamine if you want to play Destiny and then pass out. Yeah. Honestly, if I plan that out for a night, you know, that could be kind of fun. No, just develop a Dramamine habit. Yeah, just get into it every night. (laughs) Or like, what's another cool old timey medicine? You could just drill a hole in your head to let the ghosts out. There we go. You'll be able to play video games real good. What happened to your head? I really wanted to play Destiny too. It's the only my friend. This is what we found. There's a new expansion. (laughs) <laughs> fuck hades needs to be multiplayer yeah. somehow big yes on that oh god that game's so good hades every, is incredible this is now a video games podcast every <laughs> every video game podcast that i've been listening to lately is like fucking hades my guy you have to play this game and then i finally play it because uh good old donna bless gets it for me for Krimbus. shouts and uh yeah oh god i can't stop thinking about it it's the only thing i want to do in my life right now mm-hmm Dylan, have you played this too? I have. Any anybody out there who hasn't, because this is like a roguelike type of game, mm-hmm. and normally that is not my shit because I'm really bad at that kind of game. <laughs> and I kind of like begrudgingly, this was on sale. I had multiple people be like, "This is my game of the year," and it's like twenty bucks. Uh, and it came out like a month ago, and I have like eighty hours in it. Yeah. So I'm telling you, even if it doesn't seem like your kind of thing, a free plug for fucking Hades. It's a good time. Fuck yeah. It's an indie developer. They deserve a free plug. Yep. They're fantastic. They make great stuff. Thank you, Supergiant. Supergiant's incredible. This is true. Another plug we want to throw out there, recent guest Alex Patak. Yes. <laughs> he was talking about his Grinch scripts on that episode. And just to let you folks know, the full Aaron Brocka Grinch series is out, found wherever podcasts are at Theater of Delights. And I fucking highly recommend it. I literally have not laughed that hard in like months and months and months and months. 
<laughs> it's it's ridiculous. It is just constant. There's like uh, si- there's six episodes. It, it tells the story as I don't know as he summarizes it. It's basically Aaron Brockovich, except for she's a Grinch. <laughs> she, ha- she has to prove the Grinch is real. Right. <laughs> and I I haven't seen Aaron Brockovich either. I just know yeah, that it's. Either. It's about a, a lady lawyer, mm-hmm. uh, as the as the proper term is. So I'm told. Uh, yeah, it's what the lady lawyers prefer a, to be a called. Lawyerette. Ooh, don't like that. Just sounds like a tiny little miniature lawyer, like a pocket sized <laughs> lawyer. It's my lawyerette. He's peeking out from in there. Yeah, my studio apartment came with a lawyerette. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so fucking check that out, folks. That'll if you're in, if you're having a bad time right now, if you're feeling down, especially if it's if you're pissed about Christmas because it does fucking suck. It's Christmas, except for in a good way, if that makes sense. Yeah, if it is the year of your, if it is your daughter's year of harrowing, and you need <laughs> and you need some uh, some levity in your life, listen to Theater of Delights. Good times. Well, and shit. If, if we're going to keep plugging stuff, I just want to plug Laudanum again. <laughs> <laughs> and trepanning, folks. It's great. Yeah. Alternative medicine found at the hardware store. You love it. <laughs> well, we, we're coming in uh, hot this episode. We're doing the question box first. Asking all the questions. Yes. Woo! Yes, the it's the motherfucking question box. You didn't expect it loaded at the top like this. What is this? A reverse episode? First plugs, then the question box? It's fucking absurd. But hey, this is the segment of the show where you, the listener, can send in questions for us, and we'll answer them. And uh, if you'd like to do that, and you don't know what the link is, or if you're if you're new with us, you can find that at rftb.me or instagram.com slash radiofreetotebag. It's anonymous. You don't even have to make an account. All you have to do is type in something like, would you still eat pussy if it was illegal? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the answer is obviously yes. See, here's the thing, though. And like, this is a big conservative talking point. But like, if you make pussy illegal. Criminals are still going to eat pussy. (laughs) 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 <laughs> fucking pigs rolling around with like two breathalyzers one for booze oh, no. and one for coochie breath no cause you know if it literally was illegal you know it's this country so they'd have to push it to the absolute limit of heinousness right, right. very invasive they'd have to do like a like a vaginal culture swab oh, of your mouth <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh fuck that's bleak yeah this went in a bad direction in a hurry yeah but i tell you what i'd eat the illegal sniz <laughs> are you yeah. serious of course fucking kind of question we will face the swabs we will face a <laughs> mandatory 69 year sentence <laughs> that involves <laughs> eating okay. pussy i didn't even force it it was completely related <laughs> But also, like, can you imagine the clout that this would give you if it's illegal and you're the dude who does do it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're, like, the pioneer. Right. Like, of the movement <laughs> against illegal oral. Illegal oral. <laughs> illegal oral. That's just, you're, see- you're instantly a TikTok celebrity. Let's just, let's get that oh, out of the way right now. You will trend on TikTok immediately. 
it'll have the romanticization kind of of like the the rum runners or whatever during prohibition <laughs> pussy well i guess they wouldn't be running the they'd be running to eat the pussy cum runners there we go <laughs> what are you in for eating snack <laughs> And then the, everybody in the prison, I mean, you're the king of prison at that point. If you're the one guy. Again, people are coming up like, what's it like, man? I've been dreaming my whole life. I got put in here just for thinking about it. <laughs> Pussy-based thought crime. Yeah. God, what a dystopia. All right, but so we, all three of us, would be that TikTok celebrity pussy yeah, of eater? Course. 100%. Of course. All right, Have good to. times. Good times. Thank you for that question. And uh, we hope all of you would, too. Let's, let's get this munching revolution going, folks. Hey, uh, I got a quick question for you. What's you got? Y'all ever heard of the ball dough? <laughs> I've not. No. I've not heard of the ball dough. Okay. I'm just going to read some copy from this website here. Baldo, trademarked. Sex will never be the same again. Introducing the Baldo, the world's first ball dildo a new era in sex has arrived we've created the first sex toy that allows you to penetrate your partner with your balls and unleash pleasure that you've never experienced before let the ball sex revolution begin I so I I glanced at this when I saw it in the question box because I didn't know what it was and I still am not 100% sure what it is even Arthur after that beautiful copy read Scroll down and take a look at the gifts. Oh, oh man, they're very there's good. There's a three-step guide. Yeah. Would you Step read those one. steps, Donovan, please? Yes, please. <laughs> Step one. Make your balls hairless and lube. And there is a kind of just a minimalist cartoon, pretty tasteful, uh, of a disembodied scrotal sack with some little stubble on it. Oh, and a little razor's coming. It's getting that shit out of there. And then here comes the lube bottle, getting everything ready to slide on in for step two. Stretch your baldo, TM, over your balls. Again, the same disembodied scrot, now hairless, with two fingers pulling apart. This is really hard to describe. <laughs> Okay, imagine like a the shape of a butt plug, a flared mm-hmm. base, a kind of a line, and then the plug bit at the top. If you were looking from the side, it's kind of like that, but it's instead that that top part is like an open ring of a base. And according to the GIF, you get two fingers and you do a kind of goatsy maneuver to stretch that sucker <laughs> oh, no. far enough to get around your hairless lube testicles <laughs> over the top. It's going very slowly. Yes, the speed at which it moves is what is really making me very happy with yeah. this particular Tantalized, game. even. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't, it doesn't end. It just kind of stops halfway up, and I believe that means that it's time for step three, which is stretch over the spacer ring, possibly, <laughs> possibly more than one, insert into partner. And let, let me just... Is that supposed to be... That's not... What are these? What are these rings that are coming up? So over it's like you get end? the whole the whole beast over your scrolls, oh. and then you it's it's like a cock ring, and it just squeezes your balls up look, so they get held in place by the little the little top boy. Look gotcha. at the way in which the balls are pushed inward when the final spacer ring is added. Oh yeah, yeah and they got arrows pushing in for effect. Yeah. See, I thought. 
Okay, because like it says it says space or rings, and then insert into partner. And so, like the other ones, I was like, it's going to show us how to do the whole thing in convenient GIF form, and it shows putting on two space or rings. But I thought initially that the spacer ring was supposed to be the partner that you're inserting into and they had represented it as just kind of a tasteful line okay no you now i know you use these little rubber boys to put your the base of your scrote in a, a sleeper hold <laughs> <laughs> presumably so the insanely painful act of burrowing that thing into a, a human ass uh doesn't <laughs> Just turn your balls into silly putty. <laughs> yeah, it's. Oh. I think okay, the final product here. We got the space spacer rings. We've got the balls and the kind of butt plug. Donovan, there's and, testimonial videos. What's that? <laughs> what do you? What do you got in there? It's only two minutes. All right. I'll just put the audio of this in. Yeah. Let's fucking do it. I'll watch it. Well, that's fun music. First experience um, of using it, I would say, was a very fun one. Yeah, it's definitely an exciting concept. I had the best experience with it. It gave me the very first ball orgasm. My first experience um, using the Baldo, I found it a lot easier than um, expected. Using the Baldo with testicles is uh, completely different from anything I've experienced before. and I recommend it, definitely. <laughs> It has spiced up my sex life, yes. My partner is on the large side, so we found the two rings that um, come with it were very, very helpful. So it is very accommodating to different sizes. It could extend the time of your sex session. Look at his For face. For me, He's it's like, <laughs> almost like having that sexual moment with somebody else, which is probably naughty, but, you know, exciting at the same time. My partner um, had a uh, new experience which I can only describe as like a ballgasm. More pleasure for me. My other half's got more to enjoy himself with. I did experience my first uh, ballgasm and ballgasm. it's completely different <laughs> from anything I've ever experienced. I would absolutely recommend the Baldo um, for anybody who just wants to try something new with their partner, connect with their partner in a new way and experience something that not many couples get to experience for the first time together. It just, it brings you closer with your partner. This was perfect for us. Um, it just allowed us to be more creative in the bedroom and just spice things up a bit and keep things really fresh. You look for those little bricks of extra excitement and sparks in, in your relationship and this is definitely, uh, definitely one of them. I heard the word ballgasm so many times. <laughs> they just kept saying it like it's a real word. That's not a real word not or real. a real thing. No. They fit Just in. The, the music and the kind of dry tone to it, it sounded more like, like I don't know, a hair loss solution. Sure. Kind yeah. of infomercial, except for they're talking about putting balls in butts. <laughs> I should have known this was British. Yeah. Right off the rip. <laughs> <laughs> Should have known this was from England. I mean, I get. Mm-hmm. I guess you could do like a DP thing if that's right. Like, that that was my first thought with a baldo, right? If you don't mind having your scrotum torn asunder. Yeah. <laughs> ah, can you imagine the tugging though? 
the tugging. Right? Oh, fuck. That's how you get a ballgasm is the tugging. <laughs> I'm, I, so, I'm, this is not a concept I've heard of. Is, no. Is, is there a thing that, like, A, do you stimulate somebody's balls, they come? Is that a thing? Or have they invented this term? I don't... Okay, so I searched ballgasm, of course, as I want to do. <laughs> uh, and a ballgasm, as defined by Urban Dictionary, is a female orgasm achieved by the repeated clitoral slapping of male testicles. <laughs> Which is funny, but it has nothing to do with... Like, the, but you don't... You can't. You can't. No. How are you... You can't. And if yeah. you can, great for you. Yeah, show me. If if you show can, uh, especially person who sent this in, if you've had positive experiences with this, I'd, I'd be very curious because I've never, I've never heard of anything like this. This is a true contraption. <laughs> Rube Goldberg machine of a sex toy. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone needs to go. Google this, yeah, immediately. Baldo, please, absolutely. You, you definitely need the visual aid. It is, it is truly hard to describe. Even if you don't do anything else, just look at a picture of it, so you can be as confused as us. <laughs> One more uh, little written testimonial here from a uh, doctor, Carlton <laughs> Lowe. The Baldo is a game changer for penetrative sex. It's like waving a magic wand and suddenly giving guys a second penis that never goes soft and also gives a completely different type of orgasm. That's amazing. I am... Mm. I gotta play with my balls more. I want to know if it's just marketing. Right. If you can come from ball, I want to do that. Here's the... If you could come from ball, you don't think you would have figured that out by now? <laughs> My my catchphrase is of course neglect the balls, so I don't I don't tend to I don't tend to fool with them so much. See, I don't like I I don't know I have something similar, uh, but not quite to that extent. Where uh, playing with the balls is like getting a hand massage. Mm. Like it, fe- it feels real good, but it's not getting you anywhere. Right, you're not really doing anything, and I really don't feel like having uh, my scrotum ripped off like a paper towel is going to do anything <laughs> for me either. <laughs> Are getting stuck? Yeah. Oh, oh no, Jesus! Because it's like it is a pretty big device. Mm-hmm. Like the plug is fully the width of a couple testicles next to each other. And as I've mentioned before, I got a giant testicle. So that I mean, first off, that wouldn't that wouldn't be good. That's bad news. But I thought that's of like, that. That's a this... lot in there, and if you got to yeah. retrieve it, you're pulling a lot out. Huh? Yeah. Like, I thought of that. There is a there's a shot in this video where uh, a woman is holding the baldo in her hand, and I was looking at the scale of like her hand versus the size of the baldo, and I'm like, she gets down. Like she if she, yeah. if she liked this, she loves it. You know what I mean? What good time? I mean, I'm I'm happy for him. I'm oh, absolutely happy for all these British folks. And again, if you're out there, if you can explain to us what the ballgasm is, if you have personal experience, let us know, because we want to experience it. I Well, maybe. I certainly do. <laughs> as long as it doesn't, you know, tear the the scrote. Like a paper towel, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. What a turn of phrase. Did you, did you, like, can just imagine what your balls look like in there. 
Think about that. Just like some raw chunks of raw chicken breast in an old Kroger bag, just <laughs> mashed all the way down. <laughs> That's absolutely you have to be beautiful. Hairless for it to work. <sighs> That's true. That's oh. very important. Lube up your balls. Two, what? A hundred and fifty total episodes we've done. I've never heard of this. I'm very impressed by right. this listener. I'll be honest with you. Yes, thank you, listener. Thank you for uh, enlightening us to this this new hip fad uh, in sex. <laughs> Everyone's Ladies doing and gentlemen, it. our third plug of the night. Go get yourself a baldo. Go yeah. do a little bondage with your balls. Do a little spelunking <laughs> with the balls. It's going to be great. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, now we have a serious question, so I need to put an iron curtain between the baldo and the serious <laughs> question. Can we do that? I promise. Yeah. All right, it's closed. Wow, I'm feeling uh, really level-headed and not at all thinking about balls and anuses. Here's our next question. My boyfriend of seven months works with someone he admittedly used to be in love with. He was also heartbroken to learn that she had a boyfriend after they had gotten really close at work, which he found out about a month before him and I started dating. I've known about her since the beginning of our relationship and haven't really cared about this until recently. Since now, frequently when he comes home, he'll mention having deep ranting sessions with her or other little things that happened at work with her involved. He notices that I get jealous when he mentions her, but he also knows I don't mind a bit of jealousy, so he could be over-mentioning her on purpose. He's a lot like me, and knowing myself, I would definitely have feelings for her if I was in his shoes. But he's pretty ugly, and she still has a boyfriend, so I haven't been worried about her liking him back. But the last time I saw her in person, she looked at me in a way I've only seen girls look at their crush's partner. Mm. Should I be concerned about my boyfriend's feelings for her ruining our relationship? Do I have any right to feel overly jealous or weird about this? Love you boys. Keep it fresh. XOXO gossip girl. The absolute savagery. Yeah. This question. (laughs) No kidding. Jesus. Fucking hit him again. Damn. I'm worried about my ugly boyfriend. <laughs> I I have a follow-up question for this this question asker. Please. Is this question about me? <laughs> Am I the ugly boyfriend? <laughs> Please help. Let us know in the comments. Tweet at us. Uh, we'll, we'll put up a poll. Is Dylan the ugly the pretty ugly boy. Just tweet that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so it's, you know, I, I understand. I understand the jealousy here. Of course. Is there a right to be feeling overly jealous about this? Like, do we think this is justified? Hmm. People are going to have work spouses. Yeah. That That's happens. Kind of where I'm, where I'm headed. So there can't, that can't come to a halt suddenly. So they're going right. to be close in the workplace. Uh, I'm somewhat concerned that this could go outside, but not really considering how fucking butt-ass ugly he is and how she's not into <laughs> him, apparently. Words hurt, Arthur. Right. <laughs> I, I, that, there is information there. Like, uh, you know, the... the, the Little bit of little bit of cyberbullying aside, I, I get what you're saying. If you're like, okay, you, you know, 
he's he's a regular looking dude sure this gal's hot she's in the boyfriend like there's i get the sense there's you don't think there's a whole lot of possibility here but this is in the back of your mind and uh i mean do you have any do you have any right to feel jealous about it i mean i think i think you you kind of you can like it you know there's there's a little bit of history there i get that kind of bugging you a little bit i i don't think that's that big of a deal but I, I don't, this doesn't seem like this is crossing any lines. Like it's pretty clear cut that nothing's going on there. It, it would seem like, um, I don't know. What yeah, do you plus think? Like uh, another weird spot for me is like her saying that like he knows that she is into a little bit of jealousy. And like, if that's a thing that's been like, uh, like established and discussed and that's like cool with both of you. To like kind of prod and tease each other a little bit on that front, like that's fine. But like, if it's a thing that's actually bothering you, that you gotta fucking tell him that, fam. Yeah, yep, you, right. you gotta tell my ugly ass that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Jeez, it's just tough. Uh, like she gave she gave her a look. There was a look, There's folks. A whole ass look um, that that only that she has <clears throat> only seen someone look at their crush's partner. How often have you known that that their crush is that someone's partner is looking at their what? If I'm uh, jealous of that person, every single time I've looked at them, sure, because right. I put that on them, right? Right. Yeah, that's probably what that is. Um. Now, I mean, there uh, she uh, there could be truth to it, and you know that chick is salty because you're dating your ugly boy <laughs> and she was give, like giving you the fucking mug maybe but it you know there's also a chance that you like shouldn't discount that you kind of put that on her yeah definitely that's, that's where most of this stuff falls like if if it's like a suspicion you're gonna feel a certain way about things it's like how when I used to smoke weed weird stuff would happen like things that were strange and I used to think that I was like a weedomancer and that like <laughs> just the the uh presence of cannabis in my bloodstream made weird things happen around me. Yeah. That's just that I was high as shit and someone looked at me and I was like, Weird <laughs> Nobody <laughs> ever looks at people. <laughs> yeah. I I feel that. Especially because like, this is since it's a work thing and it's like part of it's a complete like it, it, they have this thing in common that they spend a lot of time on a lot of time in the same place that like you're completely disconnected from. I think there could be like an element too where that leaves a lot of room for your imagination to kind of be like, well, what could they be you know talking about and all this stuff? No. And uh, again, I think if you have that tinge of jealousy, uh, like y'all were saying, it's it's gonna it's gonna amplify that into something you know that that very possibly just isn't true. Right. You're uh, going to fill in that conversation in your head with the worst things that you can imagine them being. Yeah. Right. They and, had a deep rant session about their genitals. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, not about Mandalorian or something like that. Right. Baldo chats, the usual water cooler banter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait to tell my coworkers about the fucking Baldo y'all. <laughs> I think, I think too, two kind of things to do with this. The one is like within your own head. 
I don't know. We always say this. Just get, if you're dating somebody, give your partner the benefit of the doubt. Yep. Don't be making up this kind of stuff or like getting worked up about it. Cause a lot of times you just end up self-sabotaging and ruining a relationship that like might've been totally good, but just seemed off. So I think that's kind of your, your first thing is just to, you know, kind of reflect on that and, and figure out where you're at and maybe just kind of notice if you're getting to that point where you're like filling in those conversations and just kind of stopping yourself. Um, but also, you know, like, uh, Dylan said as well, I think, if if it is actually getting to you, if there's like an element of jealousy here and it really is starting to get under your skin, I think opening up with them uh, about that would, would be good also, you know, because it, it definitely just gets worse the more that this is only you kind of dealing with this. Absolutely. Yeah. Talk to your golem ass looking boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> One He's right here on bitch. the show. You got anything to say to him? <laughs> yeah, he's me. And I look like Gollum. <laughs> You know what, Crab? You're the you're the sexiest golem I've ever seen. Thanks, man. <laughs> Absolutely, bud. I'll search for your one ring, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> got him. The leather Cheerio. Yep. The one leather Cheerio. <laughs> okay, uh, Frodo Baggins gets a Baldo, and he's <laughs> feeling funky, and he's like, "I've got this one ring. I don't have enough spacer rings. Gold's pretty malleable. Let's just go for this." Uh, and then fucking ring wraiths come after him, man. After specifically his testicles. Horrifying. So it would have to, like, create a rigid... It would have to become rigid. That's a lot of pressure yes. on the beans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you were thinking about this ballgasm thing, like, man, this sounds great. Now, now... <laughs> Now that I understand the reality. Yeah, you're thinking a little more about the physics of the situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Mm-mm. One of us has to try it. Oh, oh fuck. You're going to put right? that out there just like <laughs> casually? If you. Donovan, okay. fuck. Okay. All right. <laughs> Are we going to have to like draw straws or If something? we're going to spend Patreon money on a Baldo. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'll take the hit. <laughs> All right. Uh, we can, we can have something. Maybe if we get, if we get three more patrons. Okay. This is the challenge. By some, Arthur, what time would, how, how long should this challenge be? Valentine's day. Okay. If we get, I think we get three patrons by Valentine's day. How about like, okay, we'll say 10 more patrons by Valentine's day. We'll get a ball though. There we go. 10 more patrons by Valentine's day. We will use the Patreon funds. For cutting-edge research, folks. <laughs> Located yeah. in the Arthur Bram uh, Laboratory for research into uh, ballgasmology. Ballgasmology. <laughs> ball Sign it up. We'll fucking do it. We'll do it. Don't fucking tempt me. Arthur's a goddamn hero, folks. You think Thousand he can't pat- tame the baldo? Thousand patrons will get a Norm plushie, and I'll use the baldo <laughs> on it. Oh, no. <clears throat> You'll have to put that on the Patreon. Right, yeah, yeah. Let's, we'll get a special video on the Patreon feed. Yeah. Norm, buddy, I think I'm having a bogasm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you all for, for these questions. Uh, Gossip Girl on there, I, I do hope this situation works out for you. Uh, with, uh, with the boyfriend there, Baldo fella, thank you for sharing. And uh, also to the Pussy Eater question asker important stuff to contemplate we appreciate all of you we wish you all a merry christmas a happy hanukkah and now 
It's my, Reddit question. Time. One of my favorite Simpsons bits of all time is we go, a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, and a solemn and dignified Ramadan. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Arthur, you want to do this first Reddit one? Hell yeah. So my boyfriend is going to gift me a strap-on for Christmas so I can peg him. Is it bad that I'm upset? I-21F have talked to my boyfriend about getting a strap-on for a while. I'm not really comfortable fucking his ass because I'm scared that I'm going to hurt him. He regularly bleeds when he poops and sometimes just randomly. Jesus. And it hasn't been resolved in three years. I don't want to peg him because I don't want to peg him and cause any internal damage to him. I've told him before that I'm willing to try it, but it still makes me nervous. I'm willing to try different kinks for him, but I want to make sure he's healthy and I don't cause any harm. Also, I feel kind of clueless slash helpless because I've never done this before. Thing is, I feel guilty, I guess. Like, I feel like this is a gift for himself that he's giving to me. Am I wrong? Is it a bad way of looking at this? I've never explicitly asked for a strap on. And what happens if I end up not really liking this? I'm scared that I'm going to really disappoint that I'm going to be really disappointed by this gift and not be able to hide how I feel when I open it. But I also don't want to kink shame him either. I know that everyone has their own kinks and sometimes they don't get fulfilled, but I don't know how to feel. I just feel super guilty. Can anyone please give me some advice on how to approach this? And this was posted by Sucker for Cider. There's so much to unpack. Yeah. Yeah. Really Shit, like man. right off the rip when it like cuz all I could see was the the title line. You know, my is my boyfriend is going to get me a strap on for Christmas so I can peg him as a bad that I'm upset. And I was going to be like, nah, <laughs> that's fine. But, I mean, upset's a little strong, but like, I'm going to be mad if someone buys me a Christmas present for them. Yeah. And like, they bring that up and that's great. But then, uh, she's like, oh yeah, sometimes he just bleeds out of his ass randomly. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's not good for, th- for three years. That's <laughs> really not good. No. Three year intermittent ass bleeding. Does? I think your boyfriend should be doing some uh, ass play with a butt doctor, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Does man's do butt play on his own time? I'm thinking. Ah, uh, because if he gets really aggressive with the uh, with the dirt button on his own time, he's gonna he, you could bleed from that, right? For sure. I, I imagine if he's you know expressing interest in the pegging and stuff too. You know, he's he's probably. He's not going light with it, I would imagine. I imagine he's not just throwing in like a tiny butt plug. It's right. If, he, if he's kind of proposing this and like going all the way to buying it, he's in it to win it. He's, it he's sounds doing like some he's never business. even fucked around with a tiny butt plug. It sounds like he just started at lava lamp and that's <laughs> like went up. If he's just been bleeding out of his ass for three years once in a while, like that's no cantaloupes and shit. Yeah, fix your butt, homie. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's got to be the first thing here, because like like all all comedy aside, because you know the butt is like a funny thing. Man, that's true. like that can be serious shit. Yeah, that's you know? dangerous. Even if it's like just a hemorrhoid for that fucking long. That's like not good. That's not good. Yeah. You got to get that fixed. Like I'm making jokes, out. but I'm also not joking. That's bad. <laughs> fix your ass. All right. Fix your ass. So I, th- I think that's your main thing. It, it, any of these, like the, the buying the gift thing alone, 
you know, I, I was in the same boat as Dylan. Like, it's just the same concept. You're buying a gift for somebody else, but it's like a thing for you. And this is the most clear cut one because she's very clearly not into this like at all. Yeah. You know, it's not like something they've been talking about and like, oh, I'm going to surprise her because we're going to do it. Like, he is the only one well, I mean, that's selling the thing, this. right? Because she says, like, she doesn't say she's not into it. She says she doesn't know if she's into it. She's just concerned. And that's, I don't, that's different and kind of worse, I think. Because, mm. like, you're just expecting someone to be into your kink and that's fucked up. But also, she even says, like, what if I don't like this? That's like getting a scratch off ticket for Christmas and winning nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. I, I, I mean, too, like, She's not into it in the sense that she is not actively into it. She seems incredibly, not not even more than ambivalent, just like none of this reads, well, you know, I'm not sure if I'd be into it, but like, I'll kind of give it a shot. I just, that that second paragraph, this does not sound like somebody who really wants to do this at all. Right. Yeah. And that's extra insulting. That's kind of fucking crazy. Yeah. This is no bueno. Do not, uh, allow this to happen you must shut this down i don't know how you would not allow it to happen i think he's gonna do it yeah I mean, he can do it you don't have to use it like yeah, tell sure. him straight up like i don't want this i'm not interested in doing this i'm very worried about your butthole in a very medical way <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not interested in doing this and if he gets fucking uppity with you about it he sucks yeah right no, that's yeah. definitely one that's like, if if he has that reaction, that is fundamentally not a healthy person to be with. You know, that's getting like real fucking weird and coercive if he's throwing a fit because yeah. he won't use the fucking strap on that he bought. Uh, this could be the butt plug that broke the camel's back. I think that, <laughs> I think that uh, if, if uh, this is really that big of a concern then maybe this speaks to to other issues in the relationship, and maybe it's time for some fucking Yuletide horns. Oh, yeah. I, I feel it. Maybe some Yuletide, some jingle bells. Yeah, they're just jingle bells. bells. <laughs> jingle, jingle, jingle. This is fucking bad. And you, you shouldn't feel guilty here. Like, this sucks. It's okay to be, like, upset, because this sucks in the sense that, like, you don't want to fucking have this conversation for Christmas. Right. This is a fucking nightmare. So you, you shouldn't feel guilty. You're 100% in the right here, but it's totally okay to be like feeling upset and like feeling like, God, I don't want to fucking do this because it's been foisted upon you to have this fucking strap on conversation. Strap on conversation. This would be, um, <laughs> this would be a great Christmas to give this though, because you're not doing it like a, at like a family gathering. You know what I mean? It's not like everyone's around the tree and you open a fucking strap you know that's true yeah as far as times to like it's a cool situation you're both interested give a sex toy this is right. fully the best time yeah but you assuming your partner is into that king right <laughs> right <laughs> it's like okay step one proctologist step two get involved like if he really wants you to do things to his butt he has to get fixed first, and then there are ways that you can get involved with his butt that are not necessarily pegging that may be more interesting to you. Very true. Yeah. And I, it's just another one where I think clarifying that and opening up to him about this and being like, hey, like I'm willing to try some things, but this is a lot. 
if he's responsive to that, I think that's a good sign. And if he's not, that's like ultra mega bad sign. And again, horn this motherfucker. I'm with it. Strong. All right. Well, fuck. That sucks. Uh, I hope you get something. I hope you get an actual good gift that, that fucking makes up for this. Goddamn. Same. All right. Here's what we got next. Oh, we got another gift situation here. Uh, what with it being the Christmas special? What with the holiday spirit running through our veins? So this is not about a strap-on, but it is a little similar. Thinking about buying my 25F boyfriend, 25M, a MacBook for Christmas. Too much? Too much? <laughs> We've been together two years now. He's been struggling a little bit as he's trying to get into grad school, and I happen to find myself in a better working position at the moment with a pretty good salary. I know his laptop is crapping out on him, and I would love to help him out, especially with all the work involved in his path. Only thing is, I tend to overspend on people I love. I can't help it. We previously discussed a $50 limit this year for Christmas, but he got a $300 necklace for our anniversary last month, and I got him 20 bucks worth of stuff. I felt so bad. So I want to make it up to him with this and break the rule. I went from looking at G-Shock watches, about two or three hundred bucks, to PS5, six to nine hundred bucks, SMH poachers, very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To MacBook Pro, thirteen hundred dollars, <throat> like two-thirds of my paycheck. But out of all of those, I feel like he needs a laptop badly. Is that too much to spend? Any feedback is appreciated with a little smiley face. TLDR, not sure if buying a MacBook for my BF is too much. And that was posted by Icon Icor Psychotic. I'm very much about uh, making power moves, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that a gift-giving power move is not necessarily a bad thing i think that if so it's like you discuss the 50 dollar thing and you know you, you know you open your 50 dollar thing you really love it. you're like oh my god thank you so much and then he opens a 1300 dollar macbook and he looks at you like what what the fuck we we talked about and you just go suck it <laughs> i love you i bought you an expensive thing like and just I I'm I'm very much about like fucking deal with it. I spent the money on you, and they're like, but this is too much. And you go, I don't no, shut up. I wanted to do this for you. It's happening. See, so here's the I I agree with that 100. percent I love to do that. I hate when that's done to me. That's the rules, though. Yep. You just fucking take it. Is, it. it is the fucking rules. It's I mean, it sucks because like they discuss the the money limit. And, like, I get it. It's because he's broke, and he's like, this is really all I can afford to get for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm with Arthur. Buy him the fucking thing. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it. Enjoy the MacBook. He needs it. Yeah. He needs and it for he, work, too. That's... Yeah. Like, he... <laughs> nah. That's that's big here, too, because it's not like this is just some gratuitous, like, flex of, like, I got you, a, you know, some fucking gemmed up, you know, piece of jewelry or something. Yeah. Or just, you know, something kind of frivolous. Like, ultimately, that, that is like a fucking tool, you know? It's like an essential thing if you're, if you're doing any kind of job on a computer. Uh, I, feel, I feel like that makes it less... I feel like that makes it, like, less uh, overwhelming or less, yeah. like, unbalanced. 
Yeah. You know? It feels like less of a flex that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's another something thing, he fucking needs. You know he needs it. Right. I, I feel like another thing you could do if you want to lessen the flex feel uh, is you could talk to a couple of his friends or his family members mm. and be like, uh, hey, I'm going to tell him y'all pitched in. Mm. And we all collectively <laughs> got this MacBook. Little, just so you know. A little bit of Yuletide subterfuge. That's right. Hey, I found this MacBook. I crazy thing i found the best coupon this thing was like five bucks at walgreens yeah <laughs> so i had all this money left over to get you the fucking uh the ps5 also the ps5 as well because <laughs> <laughs> all my savings on this macbook yeah with my Coles cash mm-hmm. yeah i i'm i'm still i am like trying to imagine myself in this situation because dylan I, I got the same kind of thing where i kind of get that uncomfortableness but I am again imagining, like, if a partner explained, like, I look, like, you've been work, you need a new one of these. You've been working with like a, a half broke one. I'm, you know, if this this is like a fucking tool we're buying kind of thing. Uh, I think I'd, I think I'd come around on this. I think I'd be pretty fucking stoked, especially if anybody out there wants to get me a laptop right now, because uh, <laughs> this fella's this fella's not doing so great. Subscribe to our Patreon at the thirteen hundred dollar a month level, and you can you can buy Donovan a MacBook right now. Yeah, you can buy Donovan. That seems about fair. Yeah, I'm like I don't know if I'm mint condition anymore. That's all right. I mean, you know, it's exchange rate, man. Very good. I was condition. a smoking household body smoking body uh, for like ten years. Yep. You know, you got to discount it a little bit. I yep. get it. Liver's been through some shit. Yeah. It just gives a character, though. I take it back. Five million dollars. You hit the five million dollar <laughs> tier. I'll, I'll send you a nice little note. And uh, then uh, John Luke Brunel got uh, arrested. The Epstein Connect guy. Maybe I use that money to pull some strings so I can punch him in the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> greatest gift of all. Oh, my God. I just remembered this because you mentioned um, our friend Jeff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So back to back at the unnamed retail establishment, I had a customer named Ghislaine and then a customer named Jeffrey. What the fuck? See, on one hand, I'm laughing because that's, you know, that's pretty funny. There's no way that's connected. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't fucking know, man. Yeah, it's impossible to know. Dude, if How you're deep hide, does this shit run? If you're on the run from the fucking law, Ohio. <laughs> True. <laughs> Hiding out. Fuck Wait, dude. fuck. I just said the goddamn name. You just bleep it. Okay, yeah. That was the bit last year, too. That fun. Yep. Yeah, that's true. You gotta... <laughs> I gotta risk my employment every year on this fucking holiday special. Yeah. This is big tradition, folks. It's like not having your Yule log on Christmas on fire in the middle of the room, gathered around, bring the s'mores. If you don't have that, is it even fucking Christmas? It's not. We got the bleeps. We're fulfilled. Okay. Arthur, or, uh, Donovan, will you please explain to Arthur what a Yule log is? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I have no fucking clue. I keep forgetting this. Uh, and, you know, mm-hmm. as we mentioned before, Arthur does celebrate Hanukkah. Uh, he actually had his bat mitzvah a little bit earlier this year. A little not, round of applause. not even culturally Jewish. For, uh, <laughs> for that. Arthur, Yule log is basically a giant Christmas log. 
You've never seen a log <laughs> like this before. It's fucking yes. comedy how big this log is. And it okay. burns for fucking ever. Hmm. Usually a couple of days. Wow. Absolutely. So Jesus knows where to go. You can see it from the sky. <laughs> and then you have the ash dancing ceremony at the end where you throw the ashes up in the air and chant Christmas dust flies around us. Mm-hmm. You that, know? And that way when you're covered in the ashes, it's harder for Jesus to see you. <laughs> Very important. So you have to you have to draw his gaze and then evade it. Well, he's been celebrating his birthday, so he's been on like a bender, and now he's wrathful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. Yeah. The weird thing is, I have no idea if you guys are making any of this shit up. No. I have no way. I have no frame of reference. No, this is all very, very true. No, ah, no. I mean, shit, man. Maybe we do a little reflection here, Arthur. It's been a year since you found out what Christmas was. What have you learned? Yeah, <laughs> I saw a great thread uh, sort of about this. It was um, uh, a Muslim guy who had some uh, Christian friends, mm-hmm. and it was his first time like being around people celebrating Christmas. And one of his observations was, uh, "Christmas is a part-time job that you have from like the beginning of November to December twenty-fifth." <laughs> Correct <laughs> for fucking real. And uh, yeah, I'm reminded of that. So now that you've uh compared yourself to this Muslim guy. What's the next question? (laughs) I think in my, this is my fourth time on the main show. Uh, and I've been on the, the Patreon once. I think that's the first time I've gotten to do a transition. I feel really good about it. Very powerful. That is incredible. Thank you. I wanted to, I wanted to talk about that, uh, folks, which question do we want to do next? Cause we have, we have this one that we planned on, but there's this one that's very good, the one after it, and we're kind of running a little low on time, and I kind of want to get to this one to so make sure it doesn't get lost in the shuffle. We could we could rapid fire this next one because it's a stub. Okay. And then hit the, the dirty talk. For sure. Uh, Just real quick, guys. Are sex toys appropriate as Christmas gifts for friends? Yes. Yes. I ordered a few uh, cool sex toys. Satisfier One, a butt plug from the Satisfier line, and one of those vibrators for couples as gifts for my friends. But then realized that sex toys may be a little inappropriate as gifts for such an event, even though personally I don't see a problem with it. What do you guys think? Posted by Sandy Mason. Depends on the type of friend, right? Sure. It depends on where they're getting them, too. Mm. <laughs> also, yeah. That. When are you receiving it? Thank you for inviting me over. Uh, Arthur to meet uh, your grandparents at your family's holiday party. Yeah, here's a butt plug. Here's a baldo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the baldo could work because they don't even have a frame of reference for it. Yeah, so, like, somebody, who knows what the fuck it is? Somebody when they look could at see it. it and be like, <laughs> the, "The fuck is that? Is that a rubber <laughs> bullet for a cannon?" <laughs> <laughs> sure is, is grandma. That a, is that like a black pope hat for uh, <laughs> for like a guinea pig? Yeah, <laughs> for like a Jack Russell Terrier, <laughs> the Antichrist Pope of the tiny animals. So the, I mean, that's the, fun. Some of the fun of the gift they have—they're like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. And then they yeah. get to spend the rest of their life trying to figure it out, right? If it's specifically a baldo, I what? think in the case of receiving or giving uh, sex toys as a gift, you absolutely have to have a level of intimacy with that friend. Yes. Um, though I think you can't be too intimate with them. Because then that could read like, hey, you want to fucking come over later? Yeah, it could read as uh, weird 
ranging from weird to big creepy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's. I think everybody maybe has one friend in their life that they could do this with. There's right. like one person in that fucking that Gaia zone from the sun. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that friend's name is Arthur Cubalthazar Brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like honestly, if somebody bought me a sex toy, I'd be like, "Oh my god, thank you so much." Oh my god, this is very thoughtful because you know I like my uh, dick and balls and butt to be simulated in various ways. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you, use your. Could judgment. you fuck your own ass with a baldo? Now we're getting uh. into the shit. We're getting into the real questions. <laughs> uh. Does the baldo website have a customer care like chat? <laughs> oh, fuck! Fuck! Contact a baldo us, rep us. will be with you in one moment. Uh, it's just, it's just email based. Oh fuck! I'm never gonna email a dildo company. I have. <laughs> recently yeah, yeah but it's not for like i'm not gonna be like fuck i need to answer this dildo related question right now <laughs> email time better no. call the company that made it yeah <laughs> i kind of feel like two dudes in like a basement in surrey <laughs> make baldo <laughs> with a 3d printer yeah and i some got gumption. the impression so it's just their home phone number <laughs> It's Christmas Eve there. We can Make call 2021 the year of ball sex. <laughs> <laughs> Two okay. exclamation points. You can, you can, you, Arthur, I think you put that perfectly. You probably have a friend or two you could do this with. You, you kind of know, unless you don't. And if you're not sure, maybe err on not doing it. Sure. Unless it's a baldo in which it's the perfect gift for everyone. <laughs> You don't True. have balls. You could put it over your head, and it would be like a <laughs> tiny pope hat relative to you. A tiny pope hat. People would be like, "Wow, he's the antichrist pope," but his hat's tiny. A That's tiny, body safe pope hat. Yeah. <laughs> Satan owned. Okay. Here, here is here is the here is the question. Question. Girlfriend blindsided me with gay, dirty talk. Throwaway account. My girlfriend, 25, and I, 28M, were watching TV last night when a men's fragrance commercial came on. She made a random comment on how attractive the dude in the commercial was. Totally not an issue. Two of us are pretty comfortable complimenting each other's looks without, or complimenting other people's looks without sabotaging each other's self-confidence. Things kind of escalated, though, when I ended up agreeing with her. My exact words were, not gonna lie, that is a stunning specimen. My girlfriend teasingly asked, since when do you find guys attractive? And I interpreted that question as playful banter, so I joked and said, straight doesn't mean I'm blind to good-looking men. My girlfriend, who was snuggled up against me on the couch, slowly proceeded to rub the inside of my thigh before asking what I would do if the guy in the commercial was doing that to me. At that moment, I wasn't really sure if she was just being seductive or checking to see if I'm gay. Either way, I was getting turned on. So to answer her question, I said, if his hands were as good as yours, I wouldn't stop him. <laughs> Got him. My girlfriend reached into my pants and asked me what else I would let him do. I'm not going to lie. 
I said some gay shit. I came inside my girlfriend's mouth while describing how I'd spread open another dude's ass and eat his butthole. My girlfriend was literally blushing afterwards. She said it was hot. I have two questions. Number one, if I had to put a label on this experience, what would it be? And number two, now that the homoerotic door has been opened, what else can I do in that department? TLDR, dirty talk between me and my girlfriend, uh, had a gay plot twist. It turned us both on. Now I'm just looking for some answers. And that was posted by Deeply Deprived. Man, this, like, ended way better than I thought it was going to. Yeah. Me too. Thought, thought he was going to be like, she said things that made me think I could be gay and a real man. <laughs> he was like, she said things that made me think I could be a little gay and I'm so hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, same. I, I saw this. I love this. I actually saved this from, uh, uh, I don't know, a day or two ago, just going through Reddit. Because uh, I, I really have never, I've never really, like, thought about this. I've never heard of this really being a thing. Uh, you know, I don't, it makes sense that it, that it is. Um, but it, I like that, yeah, the positive spin. You're just kind of like, oh, okay, I was actually into this. What can I do with it? As opposed to, am I gay? Yeah, yeah. I'm proud of this person. Um, I don't know. Do some gay shit. Yeah, I was going to say. who? It's more like, who can you do with it? And it's <laughs> some willing gentleman. Yeah. MMF threesome and free my soul. You need to get lost in a man's booty hole. <laughs> there we go. I don't know. I don't know if maybe it goes there. But, like, you can definitely, like, keep... You can keep playing around with it. Keep, you know nibbling at the edges of homoeroticism if it's getting you both off i think you can i think you can absolutely do that yeah for sure if it turns into more than that uh fuck yeah go with it fuck yeah like you wanted to know like the first thing he asked was what kind of label do you put on this rad (laughs) dope (laughs) yeah very cool and good yeah sweet as hell right because you obviously enjoyed the shit out of it and you were both cool with it Right. And it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean like you might hit a point where you're like, oh, okay, this is too much for me or yeah, maybe I'm not so into this. Like sure. I, I, I didn't get the, I'm not sure if they, if, if he was leaning, like how the door has been opened. Is he talking about being interested in potentially hooking up with guys or is it just like limiting it to this fantasy? I wonder if he's kind of like leaving that up to the universe and Reddit. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, so this happened. What what else do I do now? Any, yeah. Anyone have any suggestions? How does life proceed from here? Yeah. Why don't we go now? <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't. It doesn't like. I, he keeps it really ambiguous at the end. So yeah. I mean, re- really, I think you could be right. He's just yeah. like, how gay am I? Read it right. <laughs> Which, you know, that's that's something you could just kind of, you could just kind of figure out along the way. Like, you don't, there doesn't have to be an end goal here. There also doesn't even have to be like, we need to get an answer on this. It could just be, if if things, if you're liking things, keep doing those things. If if both y'all are into it. And then if, I don't know, if you find that maybe like that fantasy is kind of building up and maybe it's, you're having feelings that it's something you would actually want to do. I think that's the point, though, where you got to talk to your partner and all this. Uh, 
Because, you know, the way this person's talking, I get the sense that this is a pretty healthy relationship. They seem pretty, like, fucking self-aware and understanding the situation. Yeah. Uh, but, it, you know, it, it, could be t- it could be tough coming out as, uh, you know, bi when, when you're in a, you know, a previously straight relationship uh, or in a straight relationship if, you know, suddenly you have interest in, in potentially seeing guys. And then it's, yeah. I don't know, polyamory potentially. There's, like... You can't kind of jump into it. I think you kind of got to ease into this and, and figure out where you want to go. Yeah. yeah. And I can I can definitely see, like, if he does, you know, find out that he's kind of like, bye, uh, that this is definitely, like, uh, an unconventional and kind of, like, weird-feeling way to, like, figure it out. Yeah. For sure. Right. But, like, who cares, man? Like, <laughs> who gives a shit? Whatever makes you happy, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. And if that's telling your girlfriend uh, how you'd eat a dude's butt while you're busting a nut in her mouth, <laughs> that's that's y'all, dude. Yep. Fucking get it on. It's good times. You're, you're, you're getting outside of the beaten path. You're getting into some interesting stuff. You know, nothing fucking wrong with that. Yeah. Fuck. Party on. Party on. <laughs> eat that butthole. For real. Spread open that dude's ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, it's the end of the holiday special, 2020. Is it? I thought Donovan hit something he wanted to discuss. Oh, that's right. Oh, can yeah, we, shit. Can we take it quick? The dog's losing his yes, fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. The garage yeah. door just went up. It's going to go back down. <laughs> My life is in shambles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Donovan, didn't you have uh, something you wanted to discuss? I did. As we opened the show with, as we said at the top, Alex Patak, Aaron Brockagrinch, listening through that and listening actually to the pod damn Patreon earlier, they were talking about, like, ideologically, is Christmas a communist holiday? And that made me think there's all these, you know, there's the Grinch, there's the red-nosed reindeer, and all the other ones, what kind of what kind of stuff would they be into? What would the Grinch be into? You know, we do the kink wheel on the Patreon show, patreon.com slash RFTB. We've discussed a lot of kinks. And I guess maybe we do start with the Grinch. What what do you think kinks? What do you think the Grinch is into? Or uh, orgasm denial. Popping. Mmm. Both very interesting. He even goes through like one of the who's houses and pops all the balloons. Damn. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That, that definitely hits like a destruction and like a ruining somebody's joy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like him as a lunar. I like the idea of him as a, as a orgasm denial guy. Cause I like him withholding and like taking, uh, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll, like you get to the brink and then he's like, no, I'll take it. <laughs> I stole your Christmas <laughs> yeah. and now I'm going to steal your orgasm. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Now my heart gets smaller. <laughs> what about you, Donovan? What were you thinking on Grinch? Uh, I, th- I think that furry is like a little too obvious and of an answer. Right. And like, would he, would the Grinch even know what a furry is? Like if you're fur covered, you'd be like, these people have, they're just into Grinch shit. Look, they're all dressed up in furry stuff <laughs> as well. Uh, I'm thinking like a little bit of, uh, accent possibly interesting yeah 
on top of a mountain, right? I think the Grinch likes this feeling of being up higher than all these pathetic Christmas people. And I think that could make the Grinch bust a nut potentially. <laughs> That's true. You know? Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. Okay, so here's the thing though, because he liked sneaking around through all these people's like mm. houses mm. in disguise. Uh oh. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think he's a fucking creep shot weirdo. Mm. <laughs> now Oh no. Mm. Yeah. Looking in your looking in your window. Mm-hmm. Is this calm green too? Do you think? Oh, it's definitely fucking green. It's gotta be. That's gotta such be a hefty aesthetic choice to be fully green. You kinda you gotta take it to its natural conclusion. Yes, certainly he will conclude and it'll be green. <laughs> Crack sweat, green. You know, okay, sometimes one. sometimes nipples can like leak a little bit. Even you know, even if you don't have boobs, it's green too. Mm. Mm. It's definitely okay. green. That's that's that's. I think we've I think we've sorted out the Grinch here. Yeah. Uh, Frosty the Snowman. What the fuck is he into? Strap Does he on. like to touch you in your sleep? <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm saying strap-on, but I'm any fully... dildo is a strap-on for Frosty, because you can just lodge it Stick in his it snow in. Yep. chest. Yep, yep. I'm fully with Donovan. Wow. <laughs> wow. Donovan. Pegging. Hmm. I and, mean, and temperature anything, play, that's a little obvious. Yep. Yeah. Anything else, like any toy-based thing, because the, the snowman is modular. Right? right. He's like a Mr. Potato Head. Mm-hmm. And if we were modular, you better fucking believe we'd have, like, thick modules and coochie modules yeah. uh, ear modules all kinds of all kinds of modules and uh assume he's he's similar you know that's how he lives his life he can change his nose that's yep. fucking mm. crazy yeah from carrot to dildo <laughs> there we go get like a little bit of a clockwork orange thing going nice <laughs> Love when it. they had the dildos strapped to their heads yeah what's another uh Another holiday time character. Chris Kringle comes on feet. <laughs> is Chris Kringle Santa? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's also Santa sure. Claus. Yeah. He's also Jolly St. Nick, and yeah. he also comes on feet. I could feel it. He's famous people in feet. We've talked about this. There seems yep. to be a correlation. Mm. Every mm. children's media exec loves the feet. Mm-hmm. Santa's pretty what- famous. Especially amongst children. Oh no! Oh no! No, he, we can't go down this hole. No, 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 that's not what no, I'm going. He's, say, he's saying that he, <laughs> he works with children. I'm just making the correlation between he children's media executives. Loves full jobs. <laughs> I had a spooker moment there because then Santa. I remember in the Nickelodeon exec who was like, "Hey." children viewers of my channel send in pictures of your feet Did you do that <laughs> and then i'm like what if santa's up to scuzzy shit and he's like i'm not gonna give you a present unless you give me feet pics oh no <laughs> horror Ugh. the horror i don't love that maybe that's why you get the cold because it's like exfoliating and you just rub it on your <laughs> get the calluses off <laughs> because he doesn't want you to rub them bunions on his onions you know what i'm saying he's <laughs> He might have an uh, ASMR thing. Cole's got one of those textures, I assume. I don't. I can't say I've ever held Cole because I'm a fucking good Christian boy. He's a good gifts boy. every year. See, Arthur, uh, the idea is that Santa Claus uh, knows when you're bad or good, mm-hmm. 
And uh, if you're bad, you get coal. But if you're good, you get a present. He's got a list. Okay. So he fucking knows. How many times does he check that list? Twice. Okay. He's got to be sure. <laughs> See, what I only have the, exposure to it from the music. Are you the, the kind music. of dude that thinks Santa Claus would only check the fucking list once? <laughs> <laughs> are you for real? You're going to learn more about Christmas. <laughs> He's been doing this job for millions of years. Yeah. He's got it down pat. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about everybody's favorite Christmas character, the Heat Miser? Temperature play. See, I'd yeah. already, I'd already considered that Heat and Cold Miser, their entire identity centers around temperature, and so right. I think that would extend to their sexuality. Does that mean they're kind of into each other? I think they would get the fuck down. I think if they did, it would be catastrophically <laughs> sexual. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I mean, it, it's. A much lower percentage chance, right? But it could just be completely off the wall, not related at all. They could just be, you know, you just find out Heat Miser's just really into sapphic lesbian porn, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And Cold Miser's into ball torture. And you're just like, what the? I did not see either of these coming. That's true. But I I do uh, agree with you. I do think that they, they would have to be in the temperature play. Yeah. Beautiful. Absolutely. They, uh, you know, discover their love through each other, through the exploration of their kinks. And, uh, you know, eventually everything works out and we get lukewarm miser, their offspring. Yeah. Here's one for you. Here's somebody that I don't think you have yet considered. Clark Griswold from Christmas Vacation. (laughs) Chevy Chase's character. Clark Griswold comes on feet. (laughs) (laughs) That's my new ringtone. (laughs) It's the Hollywood connection again. Yeah. Yeah. But also, people who are very, very into Christmas. You got to refresh me on this movie. He likes Christmas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very into it. Um, Big on uh, uh, the decorations, particularly. Mm -hmm. Okay. What about like some kind of lingerie thing going on? Hmm. Mm. How far though? I mean, are we just talking like sexy laundry, or do you think he's into like role playing? Hmm. Do you think he wants to be Santa, and that's <laughs> why he comes on feet like Santa? <laughs> I feel it. Decorating or his house. Do you he's think just he's super ascend to that level of jolliness? Yeah, trying to. Well, maybe he's just trying to get high up like the Grinch. Maybe it's an exhibition thing. Ooh, that's true. You got to be high up to do exhibition. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Or, if you're not uh, above 10,000 feet, it doesn't count. That's the law, folks. Look it up. Or is he really super into butt play because he named his son Rusty? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Beautiful. like that. No, it's good. I said it's it. Good. I didn't like it. It's good. I didn't either, but I'm glad I've made that connection. I, I want to understand the people in my life, like Arthur, yeah. Dylan, and yeah. Clark Griswold or whatever his name was. Yeah. Yep. Clark Jiswald. <laughs> Mark Zuckerwald. <laughs> can I can I put one more out? Can yes. I put a, a Christmas man into the, the Christmas bucket? The Christmas come bucket? Absolutely. The, John McClane. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Die hard autoerotic asphyxiation. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Very good. Like but he's that. really like it's too far. Right. You know? he, he's, he's gonna really, fucking David. Wasn't he's David Carradine, Carradine himself? He's yeah. gonna Carradine for sure. So I was gonna say 
he's just like way too sexually into the show Family Matters. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I will not be in this movie unless Carl Winslow is in this movie. <laughs> Playing a black cop, just like he does in Family Matters. It's the only way I can get hard anymore. Yep. Uh, pretty sure Die Hard came out before Family Matters. Not really the point. <laughs> I just want to watch him fuck. <laughs> Don't we all? Autoerotic asphyxia. I think that's a good call. Yeah. No, you nailed it. Got it in one. Yeah. He died hard, folks. I was bitten <laughs> by the the Christmas kink spider there, which gives me Christmas kinky spider sense. Uh, so if you have any Christmas characters that you you know you're curious about, we just made a new one, the Christmas kink spider. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it in the same tune as Spooky Scary Skeletons. <laughs> Christmas spooky spider sense. Very good. In my I'm head. trying to mash together Spider Man and, and Christmas. They both oh, have red it. in common. Tinsel webs, a little bit similar. Yeah. Venom. Mm. Right. It's a okay. Christmas character. No, there's a lot of poison involved in Christmas food. You don't know a lot about Christmas. Let us explain this to you. You know what a poinsettia <laughs> is, Arthur? Yeah, doesn't that kill cats? I mean, they kill a lot of stuff because they're fucking just raw poison. <laughs> but it's very fun because during most of the year, poison's bad. Uh, but around Christmas time, we just appreciate all that we have, even yeah. if it's poison. Yeah. And sometimes you just play a healthy poison prank on a friend. <laughs> hey, have this ham sandwich. Oh, looks good. Oh, no, a poinsettia sandwich. He got me again. Womp womp. Uh... Last year, we had a big music rock block. Um, I just want to share one thing that I've... Well, two. Two quick things I've learned about Christmas music this year. Mm -hmm. uh, they play a lot of Frank Sinatra tunes at the unnamed retail establishment. He had a big Christmas album. Everyone had it, apparently. And 900-year-old uh, people enjoy that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's sure just do. for them. But there's a line in one of them... It says something like, uh, blah, 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 every December, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I don't care how much it may storm. I've got my love to keep me warm. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, because I am a child, parody that to, uh, what do I care how much it may storm? I've got hard drugs to keep me warm. Ba, 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 ba. I like it. That's just been rattling around in my head. Second thing, the Cocktail Twins did a cover of fucking Frosty the Snowman, and it's one of the scariest things I've ever witnessed. Yeah, it's terrifying. Go look up the video for Cocktail Twins, um, uh, Frosty the Snowman. You'll never be the same. It's just a real fucking nightmare. Yeah. What's up with that name? I only know that band from the name, and I thought it was Cockatoo Twins for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> what is Cocktail? Uh, I don't know. Sounds Russian, doesn't it? Does sound Russian. Like some kind of creature. Like an ancient mythological creature. Well, they were formed in Grangemouth. By Robin That's pretty Guthrie. mythological sounding. What is the name? What the fuck does it mean? There's no, there's no information. There's no information on why they're called this? Oh, no. Mm -mm. My Christmas is fucking ruined unless I know what cocktail means. <laughs> cocktail means what? Let's find out. Hey, 
French writer and filmmaker who worked in many artistic media in the 1800s. Uh, so they're twins, but they're two old French guys. Close enough. We nailed I'll it. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck. All right, Fuck. folks. I gotta go to work in the morning. Yeah, Ugh. Ugh. You hate to see it. Ugh. But then after that, no more... No more Christmas music. Yep. Like, I honestly feel like I could handle the workload and the customers if I didn't have to hear fucking about horse feet every four <laughs> minutes. <laughs> All right. Like, literally, they, they do sprinkle in some non-Christmas music still. Like, it's not 100% Christmas. And whenever I get to hear fucking Smash Mouth's All-Star, I breathe a sigh of relief. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Thank God it's fucking dollar store Guy Fieri. <laughs> oh boy. You poor sweet child. Ugh. Your watch ends tomorrow, man. Yep. We're fucking excited for you too. A combination we'll of so many terrible things with fucking bullshit Christmas icing on top of it. You hate it. It should be illegal. Yeah. I guess one thing to look forward to is you can tell your coworkers about the Baldo tomorrow. That's very true. <laughs> and that's and big. Customers? I'll yeah. tell the, I'll tell the 60-year-old women I work with in the jewelry department about the Baldo. Yeah, tell them you found out. Tell them like you think it's really weird and crude. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know why someone would make something like that. Yeah. Do you that know you what I should get for instantly. my grandson? <laughs> Ma'am, have you ever heard of a ballgasm? <laughs> Because I have a really informative two-minute video for you to watch. I'm about to have a fucking ballgasm. <laughs> Do you like Britain, madam? <laughs> All right. Uh, our intro song... I don't know what we're going to do for an intro song this year. Our intro song is Frosty the Snowman by the Cocktail Twins. Oh, no. <laughs> you can find their music anywhere Dream Pop is played. <laughs> or in Australia. That's where those, uh, that's where those birds are. Like I was saying before, I thought it was... Yeah, the cockatoo twins. Yeah. Crested bird. Wild. You know, normally pets, but flying all over the place in Australia. Sure. Absolutely crazy. Clouds of them. Anyways, our outro music is the song (laughs) Stephanie by the Hey Fellows. You can find find them at Instagram.com slash the Hey Fellows. You can find their music on Spotify by searching those three words, uh, the Hey Fellows. Wrong. Our outro song is Frosty the Snowman by Cocktail Twins. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, fuck. God, her inflection. Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I love you and hate Christmas. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> I'm gonna get a clean one too. Ballgasm. <laughs>